When you grow up, your heart dies. Hey! We're recording the podcast! Shut up! Good morning to you, wherever you are, because it is Mark and Claire for January 23rd, 2024. My name is Bernie Burns, with me, sitting right over there. She's grown so old, her heart has died. <laughs> Ashley Burns. You make it sound like I had one in the first place. Can I be honest with you? You may. I really don't want to talk about what we're going to talk about today. And that's okay, because people are interested in it. And sometimes you have topics that you don't want to talk about. So uh-huh. I'm going to power through. I'm going to be a professional broadcaster, and I'm going to power through this. Okay, go so, ahead. So Ashley? Yep. What the hell is Pal World? And why <laughs> is every time I open my browser when there's wars in the world and everything else, I'm reading articles about Pal World? You don't think there's wars in Pal World? <laughs> is it like Eve Online? No, for cartoon it's not. It's, monsters? Um, uh, the, Can I guess one of this real quick? Please do. I, I like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question, then immediately not let you answer. Because <laughs> I have something else I want to talk I, about. I actually want to hear what you think it is first. There's a world. And there's little monsters in it that aren't Pokemon. They're pals. And you have your pals. And then you take them and you fight them. And somehow mixed in with this, there's AI that are making the pals. And everyone's upset about that, but not upset about that. And they've sold 20 billion copies of this game. Uh, you're not far off. So, yes. yes. it's um, If I was to describe this game, it would be as a kit bash of... Pokemon. Love that word. And, Do you know that was almost arc. the name of the production company? I remember uh, that was that one of your candidates. Kit Bash. Yeah, yeah I thought so, that was fun. Kit bashing, for those unaware of the term, it comes from basically taking like different models and putting them together in unexpected ways. Yeah, like if you need to build a Star Cruiser for, say, a popular space opera franchise, then you just go out and buy a bunch of models of battleships and, you know, cruisers and things like that. And you just put the little different parts on and make a new thing with a kit bash. Yes. So I, I love that concept. It's it's essentially, those are the, the two main uh, influences, I would say, the Pokemon you can see very, very clearly. And that's where, if you hear people complaining about AI, is they're like, come on, this is just an Eevee. Or like, come on, this is just a, I don't know, a Pikachu. Uh, hello. Um, but, I gotta play it. <laughs> hello. So when we, were e- when we were at E3 one year... <laughs> What was the Pokemon game that was big at E3 when you were covering it? I don't even remember. Ashley ran all the uh, front page of YouTube coverage of E3, of the show, not of the press conferences before. That was Jeff Keighley who did that stuff. Uh, And then Ashley ran everything that was during the show. And so by the third day, all the announcements had all been made and everything. And And it was just... And we'd been doing three days of full-time live streaming. And you could tell by day three, all of us were just (laughs) a little bit weird. All of it, like our brains. Oh, it was like a fever dream. It was. Day three was always very strange. Um, It was kind of fun in that sort of like late hours kind of way, except it was in broad daylight and we still had to talk to developers and make some kind of sense. But then we would go on the floor and get like indie developers or student developers and bring them on and put them on the front page of YouTube and have them talk about the game. Yeah, it it was an amazing experience. At one time, one point on that day, we were talking about Pokemon something. And then Pikachu came up, and I said, Ashley, quick, do your Pikachu impression. And she said, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Because that's what Pikachu says. Yeah, that's what he's known everyone, for. Everyone knows that Pikachu says, Hello. Hello. <laughs> what Pikachu would just say, Pika Pika? Come on. I think the crowning achievement of that was when uh, Peter Hayes uh, 
made a every trailer for a video game that year had Country Roads in it by John Denver. And there that was, was a big also shark game. The, that was also the year of the shark game. That's yeah. right. Which I ended up playing the MMO you shark loved, game. You loved that shark game. Or the game. RPG shark game. And uh, so he cut together sharks singing country roads. <laughs> it's still one of my favorite things of all time. It was the closest we ever got to working on like a ultra like after midnight, which is weird because that's now a show. Uh, and uh, like an after midnight late night show that nobody was watching at that point in time. So we could basically do whatever we, <laughs> we wanted. <laughs> And then Ethereum collapsed. No, no correlation there whatsoever. <laughs> Maneater? Maneater. That's, That's what the it was. game. That's Maneater. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, going so, back so to. So E3 was going on Pal World would be all the rage, I suppose. It would be. So this is a game. It just hit early access on the 19th. Um, it came out for uh, PC and for Xbox. Uh, it's already sold. Five million copies? Yeah, something like that. I'll look it up. Um, and if you're hearing information's people always out of date angry about it, it's because uh, they think that AI had a role in basically mushing all the different Pokemon together into Pokemon, but not Pokemon. You know, uh, and the developers haven't said whether or not AI has been used yet, so I don't really know. But basically what you do is you take the Pokemon, but instead of Pokemon fighting Pokemon, you um, hand them a gun. Or you make them work in a sweatshop, as far as I can tell from what? online. Like you can take and you can make like farms or factories or something. You can like make stuff. You can that's the arc element is like there's this building oh, I see. stuff and like building systems and you can get your pals to like work in these. But all anyone is doing online, as far as I've seen, is making sweatshops. Uh this is from the Poe Gamer on our subreddit. It says on Steam you have to disclose whether AI was used in the creation of your game, and Pal World has nothing like that on its store page. Right. So, it, you know, it's also entirely possible that they just took a bunch of artists and said, make new, like, make new things. Yeah, you can use all the Pokemon you want as inspiration. Who cares? Now, the people, the people are, the, the people, the people are excited. The reason they are is because this is, for a lot of people, the Pokemon game that they've wanted for a very long time. What? Uh, the Pokemon they company. They wanted the sweatshop stuff. That's <laughs> what they wanted? More of like, you know, building. Um, it's open world. It's a lot prettier than the open world Pokemon that came out recently. Uh, and the Pokemon company's taken a lot of criticism for basically not innovating, for doing the same thing over and over and over and over, and for not trying to make a good game because they already know it's going to sell. But can the PAL monsters talk? Hello. <laughs> That's the big question <laughs> that I've got. So I kind of treat this or put this in the same category as new social media platforms. Because unless I'm missing my guess, PAL world, PAL world? PAL yeah. world. Sounds like the zeitgeist game of the moment. And you can never tell when those things are going to hit. But it seems like there's that full-on everybody piling into it, all the Twitch streamers, all the YouTube gamers, they're all going to play this game. The audience is going to be like, we don't want to see anything that's not Pal World for like the next three months. And then maybe we'll never hear about it again. Right. And then the next one comes along, the next meme game, essentially. And then everyone moves on to that. Mind you, I don't think the developers will be, you know, too sad. They'll be too busy swimming in their pools of money. Five million copies sold in like a day and a half or whatever. Yeah. It says five million copies sold. By the way, the only articles you can find about it say five million copies sold. They're all about 20 hours old at the point that we're reading this in our time zone. So by the time you wake up, wherever the hell you are, 
It, who knows? It could be six, seven million copies by that point. It's got some insane momentum. It's got some really crazy moment. And what's weird is I don't know where it came from because until the 19th, I had never heard of this game. That's where I am. It's like with social media platforms, sometimes they start, they'll be around for a year or two. And then all of a sudden there'll be some moment where you hear about it for the first time and you think, all right, do I have to pay attention to this? And then you go and you look at it and you say like, this is not for me. And then it gains some kind of traction and there's the pile on that takes place. And then suddenly it's important and you have to be a part of it. And by that point, your username is already taken by somebody else or something like that. And so I, that's where I am right now. Do I have to pay attention to Power World? Actually, I don't think you do. Okay. No, I think this is a game that you, if you want to get into it, great. Have a good time. If you don't, you're going to be fine. Yeah. I'm also really careful these days about having young kids around about putting any game out there that's just like a time suck, you know, click fest, you know, at least when we play Minecraft, by the way, as an update. I was going to say you've already got a time suck game, not not click fest, but time suck game. And that is Minecraft. But I feel like Minecraft is constructed. I'll give a good example of it. Uh, Our 100 days. (laughs) This is an update from like a week ago where Finn, our four year old, doubled down on me on his punishment where he couldn't have Minecraft for a day because he was being sassy. After he had screen time. Um, and then uh, he said, give me two days. I said, you're right, even two days, you get two days. And then he said, a hundred. <laughs> so then I felt like I had to commit to a hundred. He's really bad at negotiating. He always negotiates the wrong direction. He's stubborn, man. And uh, we, we we made it four days. I think, <laughs> before I, I, I told him about how long a hundred days is. And so we worked it out. He did some things uh, nice around the house. Was nice to his little sister. And now we're playing again. And last night we had our first tragedy in Minecraft. We, oh no. We died in the Nether. Yeah, which it's is a like tough a, one. A lava world for people who haven't played it. I told him that I'm scared of ghasts, and now he always comes up behind and goes, There's a ghastly, and I have to go, Ooh. I'll record him, but he can do the ghastly, uh, ghast impression really well. The yeah, that he noise does. he does, he does it really well. <laughs> he thinks it's when you're scared me. Anyway, we got now. we got knocked off a bridge by a gas and we fell in lava, which means we lost all of our stuff and we got to kind of start over on our character, but not on everything that we built. How did he handle it? He took it? it really well. That's the thing. It's like, that was a moment where, you know, a four-year-old could have had a total meltdown and we talked about it and said, it's going to be fun to rebuild all that stuff. And yeah, it stinks that we lost our really good stuff. We had a helmet where we could breathe underwater and stuff like that. And we got to get all that again. Um, and we could just, you know, do commands and like recreate all the stuff. Nah, but, nah this is, this it's is fun part to do of it. it. It is part of it. It is part of it. And he'll remember it. He was disappointed, but he didn't like, he didn't have a meltdown, you know, which you would fully expect a four-year-old to have. So it's good. I'm so, glad to hear it. Yeah. But, uh, so you're saying for me, pal world, no, don't need to worry about it. I think that, uh, he He's going to come back to haunt you. Maybe. I look, who knows? No, I can't, can't predict the future. I had no idea what this game was part of the future until two days ago. You know what? I, while we're on the topic though of video games and like the growth of video games, one of my like all time favorite GIF, in oh sorry GIF sorry babe, uh, <laughs> infographics motion infographics was uh, showing concurrent users online or total. Uh, that's wrong. It was total players uh, for a game uh, on Steam, and it showed it historically over time, and it's growing and all this stuff, and then Half Life shows up and gets really big, and then Counter Strike starts to grow and grow and grow and gets huge. And then you can watch uh, PUBG, the first Battle Royale game, like working its way up the list. And it gets to the top of the list and completely changes the scale of the measurement of players online. Like the scale changes its scope. It's like just when to you see, it. you'll see like, here's the size of Venus, Earth. <laughs> yeah. And then it zooms out and it's like Jupiter. It's like that, except instead of planets, 
It's games and steam. Well, how many giraffes? That's the question. <laughs> is the yes. size of that? How, how many? How many ducks? There was a <laughs> amazing headline. It was um, the an asteroid the size of two ducks impacts above Germany. <laughs> is that real? Is that real? It's a real headline. Where is two it? Two ducks. Two ducks. This is from the Jerusalem Post. I'll put it in. Uh, I'll put it in the link up because <laughs> just. I love the just that there's a trend, a meme, uh, you could say, of asteroids being measured in things that don't make any sense. You know what they're normally measured in? Giraffes. <laughs> like a meteor uh, or like an asteroid the size of two giraffes just narrowly missed Earth. I'm like, two giraffes. Is it two giraffes tall? Is it two giraffes wide? No, they said specifically on the first one, I think that we had seen, they talked about an uh, a asteroid being as wide as two giraffes. And I thought, yes, because when I think of giraffes, I think width. width. It's like, it's like, what does that mean? Is, is the two giraffes laying on their sides? Like, I, I don't. I like they're leaning into it, though. Now it's just like, I think that they know they're going to get a headline. It's fun. If they can compare an asteroid. By the to way, ducks. how the fuck do you know if, if there's an asteroid the size of two ducks? Oh, yeah, but asteroids make a pretty significant uh, show when they come in, don't they? Yeah, I guess so, but did they know about it before? An asteroid? Or, this is from the Jerusalem Post. Uh, this is by Aaron Aaron Reich. Had to double check on that. Uh, an asteroid around the size of two wild, wild ducks. Wild, wild ducks, ducks. As opposed to your domestic ducks, which, of course, are larger. Uh, impacted above Berlin, Germany, early Sunday morning, according to NASA. <laughs> I'm sure NASA said two ducks. <laughs> The asteroid in question, designated to 2024 BX1, was detected just three hours before impact by a Hungarian astronomer. This uh, The article also says this is only the eighth time in history that an asteroid impact was predicted like this. Um, I assume that um, they mean being measured in ducks. <laughs> Duck for cover. Asteroid, <laughs> asteroid BX1, initially designated as SAR-2736, was measured by German astronomer Michael A., who told Reuters, Reuters, Reuters it was around one meter in diameter. Okay, that, that's a measure. See, one meter I get. How I got is, a picture of a duck here. What do you, mean a, you mean two ducks is a meter? Come on now. Yeah, that's, a, are, good, that's are, a good point. Those are big ducks. That's, that's a easily a swan. Two ducks. Yeah, that's not a meter. I like that we're criticizing their measurement. <laughs> All right, never mind. We're off this. I, I just love that astronomers have now just like given up. We got to appeal to the public in some possible way. Do you think in the future we'll be able to watch these um, these asteroid falls in Apple Vision? It's pretty soon. It'll be like an asteroid the size of two pal monsters. <laughs> But which, but which ones? It doesn't matter. They're all AI generated. <laughs> you can just scale them as you can as you see fit. Oh man! Is that going to be the thing now? You know what the thing is in video games that drive me crazy? What is, is not? It? I mean, the AI stuff is one thing. It's you know, but I was going to say the thing that drives me crazy about video games currently is: do you constantly get served ads for mobile games that the mobile gameplay doesn't match the game at all? You know what mobile game ads I get served is your monster game. What's my monster? The uh, the it was a mobile game that you're playing where you're like an alien that's all tentacles. There's a spider monster or something, and you're going around a lab. Oh yeah! And you played the crap out of that game, and I get served ads for that game constantly. Yeah, it's a it, it was the first ever idle video game I played. So you wait a certain amount of time, and things unlock, and you can go collect the resources. And I and I got to the point where I was like setting timers on my watch to go and do it. And I was like, what am, what, what the fuck is this? What am I doing? No. I have a life. I have bills to pay. And so I just deleted the whole thing. My first idle game, Farmville. 
Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, that was the one that started it all, right? Yeah. Yeah. You were in a meme years ago uh, where you were playing on one of your professional gaming stints, and you were even in uniform for the team and everything, and the meme below it was, girl gamers, some people take Farmville very seriously. I remember that. You remember that one? I do remember it. And you were in that meme. Even at the time, I was was like, I play Farmville. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, hey. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you be so accurate. And then that picture ended up, I think, later in another meme where it was the, uh, I'm a girl who plays games. Here's what people think I do. Uh, here's what I think I do. Here's what I actually do. And you were the you were the, the last one. Here's what I actually do. It's you like. <laughs> is that like the blank face on? Dude, Ashley gets this like, blank face is probably the best way to say it. You, when you play a game. You just like lock in with a death stare when you're playing a game. Death stare is accurate. Yes. Uh, some people have a really attractive focus face. I'm not one of them. Oh, I think your face is very attractive. Focus oh, or not. Oh, that's nice of you to say. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say that though. Her current game she's playing right now is Persona. Again. Yeah. Yet again. I'm supposed to pick up Sea of Thieves again. I'm not really playing anything right now, am I? Well, besides Minecraft with the kiddo. But uh, I'm supposed to pick up Sea of Thieves again because they're making some big changes in season 11, which yeah, I'm they added, pretty excited about. I mean, they already added PVE. You said they're adding fast travel. I, they're, they're basically making a different type of game for people who don't want the sort of always multiplayer elements. I, you know, it's just one of those things. It's one of those games. I've been playing that game for five years now. Uh, I just like sailing the boat. That's all I can say. I just like to sail the boat. I don't really care what I do. If you like the core mechanic of a game, then you're great, right? Yeah. And I like to sail the boat. That's what I like to do. But they're also making fast travel for people who don't like to sail the boat. Yeah. They like they like to bash the skeletons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also there was talk uh, of last week that Microsoft, in its approach to the way it, you know is not ex- doesn't have a lot of exclusives besides like Halo. Um, they are talking about taking Sea of Thieves and putting it on Switch and PlayStation Five. Is that rumor has that been? I haven't heard anything more about that since, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think they're looking at um, different philosophies for distribution. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Minecraft has worked right. very well for yep. Microsoft as an ongoing multi-platform title, um, and they may be looking at ways as well to ease worries about. Um, any future acquisitions they might make for on, on studios by being proactively more, I don't know, competition friendly. I also think, too, of things like this year, Starfield not even getting nominated for Game of the Year for in the Game Awards. It's I don't think Microsoft has ever had a Microsoft exclusive nominated for Game of the Year in the what now seven or eight years that the Game Awards in its current iteration have existed. Yeah, I feel like Microsoft and its uh, exclusives have been having several years of challenges. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they've had one nominated but just haven't won. But it's some weird stat where it's just exclusives don't really do much for them. And Microsoft isn't just the Xbox. It's also the Windows platform, which everyone just calls PC, but it's Windows, right? Right, like going back to what we were talking about earlier. Right now, Xbox is doing great because of with PAL World. Pal World is PC and Xbox, and whichever one you get it on, Microsoft wins. Yeah, okay. So I have here, and we'll put this in the link dump for sure uh, on morningsomewhere.com. This is the list of Game of the Year nominees for the Game Awards going all the way back to 2014. I cannot find on here, at a quick glance, anything that is an Xbox exclusive. Nope. Plague Tale is not. That's from... What is that? 2022. Yeah, just, just an example. 2023, Baldur's Gate, which was a wide release on everything. 
uh, Alan Wake 2, which was on everything, uh, Resident Evil 4, which was on everything, and then exclusive to Nintendo, Zelda and Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and then the exclusive to PlayStation, uh, Spider-Man 2. So yeah, so it's interesting that that Xbox has never had an Xbox exclusive nominated for Game of the Year, including this year. Starfield was probably one of their best shots at having that happen. Yeah, kind of I a wild stat. I don't really know what it takes for Microsoft to uh, get back in the exclusive game, to be honest. Also, I don't know. I Why mean, would do they, they want to? Do they, I was going to say, do they care? No, nah, I wouldn't imagine they care. They might not care. They might be happy to make the money on whatever platform they can. I think the people who are making the hardware part of it probably care a little bit more. But I mean, at the end of the day, Microsoft is a software company. Yes. All right. Uh, while we're talking about hardware... Uh, Apple Vision Pro has sold out. Well, there's a surprise. I can't figure out, there's though, because people are saying it's sold out and that's a good thing, but the numbers don't seem that high. Like, they didn't produce that much. Well, I, I feel like these sort of, like, first-generation um, VR, AR headsets are going to be more challenging to produce, and it'll ramp up after a while. Uh, I'm not that surprised that they would have sold out be just based on... They, they had, they had what, estimates? There was something like 80,000 of them? That's yeah. going to sell out. It's also... They but they, already then knew, the numbers are they sold more than that. They, well, they already knew that they weren't going to have enough. So they that's why they're only uh, in the U.S. at the moment. They're not coming uh, out globally for months, if not before next year. And there's another thing here where the Apple Vision Pro won't have Netflix, YouTube, or Spotify apps at launch. <laughs> good. So the good news is you'll be able to look at your photos. Do you remember uh, Google Cardboard? Where I do. You could, I do like, remember that. Build a little VR thing and put your Android phone in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the biggest uses for that were people just laying in their bed and watching Netflix on their phone. So yeah, your thirty-five hundred dollars headset can't do what the uh, cardboard could. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for us, January twenty-third, two thousand twenty-four. We will be here to talk to you tomorrow. We hope you'll be here as well. Bye, everybody. <laughs>